Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and once again, I want you all to listen up here and get a load of this. Today is the 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier in Major League Baseball back on April 15th, 1947. And today is also the day that the Mets unveiled the statue of the man called the franchise, one Tom Terrific Seaver. And boy, oh boy, would I love to hear what those two legends of the game think of what the game is today. I got a feeling they wouldn't be crazy about it. So like I said, listen up. Because you're really going to want to get a load of this. Uh, I I have to tell you, first of all, you know, when you're talking about Jackie Robinson and you're talking about Tom Seaver, um, you know, know, a lot of times legends and icons and stuff like that are, you know, just thrown out too easy. Believe me. Both of those men live up to the legend status big time, big time. And of course, we know Jackie Robinson, uh, first man to break the Major League color barrier with uh, thanks to Branch Rickey and the Brooklyn Dodgers back in 1947, a Hall of Famer, great, great ball player, um, you know, came into the Major Leagues later in life because of the color barrier. And, and certainly a very active man and an activist and, you know, just a, a terrific talk about somebody made of the right stuff. That was Jackie Robinson. That was Jackie Robinson. And, you know, his his legend uh, and his name and his being lives on today. Uh, and to me, I don't know, it just seemed kind of appropriate that Tom Seaver, Tom Seaver's statue gets unveiled 75 years to the day later at City Field. Uh, you know, for those of you who may not know what Tom Seaver is, my goodness. Uh, I mean, when you want to talk about the man they call the franchise, there's a reason. You're talking about a man who played in the major leagues for 20 years, a man who owned a record of 311 wins and 205 losses over that 20 years, a man whose earned run average for his 20-year career, for his 20-year career, was 2.86, all right? I mean, listen— you know, I, I can r- run down scores and, 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 and you know, three-time M, uh, three-time Cy Young Award winner, uh, led the league in ERA three different times, 2.21, 1.76, 2.08, 25-7 season, 20-10 season, 21-12 season, 19. You know, you can go on and on. A 2.38 earn run average with a 22-9 season. One of the greats. Uh then after 10 and a half years, uh, back in, in 77, was traded um, to Cincinnati, then back to the Mets in 83, uh, then went to the White Sox for a few and finished uh, for part of a season in 86 w- with Boston. But, but look, 
his statue belongs where it is. He is the franchise. He's one of the legends of the game and all time and all time, all time great. And the reason I say, what would they think of the game today? Because there's so much, listen, folks, guys, gals, you've heard me talk about it. The game has changed and not for the better. The game has changed and not for the better. You know, I don't like the way they play it. Uh, it's feast or famine. It, it's hit a home run or strike out. Look, look, look. Vlad, Vladimir Guerrero this past week in one game hit three home runs against the Yankees. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. of the Blue Jays. Three home runs. And the guy's a, a great young power hitter. Great young power hitter. The next night... He struck out four times against the Yankees. Again, and you've heard me say this with a, with a lot of people, whether it's it's sometimes a Pete Alonso for the Mets, sometimes it's Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, a lot. I can name all tons of power hitters in the major leagues today. The majority of it is feast or famine. That's one of the reasons I don't like the game. But something happened this past week which really pissed me off. Clayton Kershaw, the great left-hander, sure bet, sure bet first-time Hall of Famer, sure bet first-time Hall of Famer, future Hall of Famer, uh, on the mound for the Dodgers, and this is 15th season, okay? Uh, I mean, how good is Clayton Kershaw? H- his record to date, is one point, uh, excuse me, 186 wins against 84 losses. He's got a career ERA of 2.48. Okay? In 2011, he wins a Cy Young Award with a 2.28 league-leading earn-run average. In 2012, he comes in second with the ERA, uh, excuse me, second for the Cy Young Award, uh, wins the ERA title with a 2.53. Then in 13, he wins the Cy Young with a 1.83 league-leading ERA. In 2014, with a 1.77 league-leading ERA, he wins not only the Cy Young, but the MVP. The following two years, he finishes third in Cy Young, fifth in Cy Young, and then in 2017, he finishes second in the Cy Young with a 2.31 league-leading, excuse me, yes, league-leading earn-run average. He's led the league in ERA five times. I mean, the guy is, you know, when I say a Hall of Fame, he's a legend of the game right now. He's a legend of the game right now. Anyway, he's in Minnesota the other night. He's in Minnesota, and he's pitching against the Twins. Okay? he He's, he's pitching against the Twins, and... He's um, working on not just a no-hitter, not just a no-hitter, but he's working on a perfect game, okay? He faced 21 batters through seven innings, 21 batters got up, 21 batters went down. 21 batters went up. 21 batters went down. 
Through those seven innings, they couldn't do anything against them. He also struck out 13 batters. He had thrown 80 pitches. They were winning 7-0. Okay? And he was taken out of the game by his manager, Dave Roberts. Now, look, it's in, and, and Clayton Kershaw, to his credit, said, yeah, it was probably the right decision by Dave Roberts. Let me tell you something. Clayton Kershaw is being a team man. He's being a leader. Uh, he's showing that he's made it the right stuff. But that is bullshit. Plain and simple. I'm so sick of this. It was his first start of the season. Now, I know he had arm trouble, you know, during the, the time last year. He was throwing a perfect game. This this is a legend of the game. You, you, with, what, you with me? You hear me? He, it's a legend of the game. A perfect game. It's done very infrequently. I think maybe 23 times. There's been a lot of no, no hitters. Not that there are no hitters thrown all the time, but a perfect game. Anyway, Roberts takes him out of the game. And Roberts says, well, I can't manage with a fan cap. Give me a break. I'm not talking about a young kid. I'm talking, and, and part of the logic that Roberts is saying, yeah, if, if he was younger, he'd probably be fighting me to keep the ball. But, you know, he realizes now, that's crap. To me, if, if I'm a manager, this is what I do. If you have a question, and it was at the end of seven innings, you go to your guy, your future Hall of Famer, you go to Clayton Kershaw, and you say, Clayton, it's your call, it's your ball. What do you want to do? Well, of course, how do you feel? What do you want to do? You want to go for it? Because I have my reservations. But if you want to go for it, I'm with you. If they get a hit off you, I'm going to take you out. How's that sound? To take him out, we hear all the time about respecting the game, respecting the game, respecting the history of the game. This is a guy, Clayton Kershaw, you know, and also because he's lefty, has been spoken about in Dodgerville, Dodgerland, you know, in the same breath as Sandy Koufax, regarded as the greatest in a, a lot of people of all time. And you just take the guy out and don't say, well, the protecting him, protecting my ass. You let him go. You go out, Clayton, you want in or you want out? How do you feel? Just, just, you know, it's early in the season. Tell me how you feel. You want it, your call. Now, I wouldn't say, if it was a kid, I'd say, no, no, no. You, you're going to have a lot more chances. No, this is now. I didn't I just did not understand that and that's why I when I talk about I don't like the game 
these managers. I mean, guys can. I mean, guys get pulled. Starters get pulled before five innings. It, it's almost the way I'm watching it. It's almost like a big deal if a, a starter goes five innings and gets a freaking win. Can be in there long enough to get the win. And I, I've told you this before. I used to sit with Ron Guidry on more than one occasion. We, I used to sit with Guidry, you know, um, I'd see him at the stadium. I, 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 I'd see him at Yogi Berra's golf tournaments. I'd see him when we, when you know, the last couple of years of Yogi's life, we'd be visiting Yogi at the same time. We would sit with Yogi talking baseball. And I asked him, I asked him about the arms today. And this is going back a few years, good few, you know, five, six, whatever. And, and he would say, Russ, in, in his Louisiana drawl, he'd go, Russ, I don't understand. I don't understand. The, they baby the big, strong guys, big, strong, young guys, and they don't let their arms grow. They should maybe be ba- be babying the older guys more, like who've been around 10, 11 years. I, I, on the day City Field opened up, it was 2009, I was sitting in the press box, and who comes and sits, plops down, it was an open seat, plops down next to me, The Roger Craig, former Major League pitcher, former Major League manager, regarded as one of the premier pitching coaches. Really, just a, a, a pitching guru. He introduced himself to me. I introduced myself to him. And I was fortunate enough to spend like the first seven innings talking baseball with Roger Craig. And as soon as I wanted to bring up the pitching, he put his hands up. He says, don't get me started. Don't get me started. And he, he to- totally agreed. And I don't make myself like, I'm not, what you, you people hear me all the time. I don't get into all this X and O and this and that. You know, I gave you some numbers before because I want you to understand the greatness of the guys I'm talking about. But he'd say, guys, they come up, they're babied. They don't give them length. They don't give them length and strength. And, and build it up so they can go distances. They Guys today don't know how to th- play baseball. They don't. Arms today. And, you know, and that, that's another thing which really reminded me when I looked at the statue of, of Tom Seaver. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to be seeing it. You know, usually I, I do my podcast on Monday, but I wanted to do it today because... It just struck me today. I, I, it was the unveiling was uh, of the statue was today. It's the Robinson seventy fifth anniversary, and and I want really been wanting to talk about Kershaw because it pissed me off since it happened on this past Wednesday night. For those of you who may maybe have not seen a lot of Tom Seaver, but you, you, when you see the statue, I don't know of anybody. And I mean this. I don't know of any pitcher ever who generated more power and ferocity, more power, 
pitching from his legs than Tom Seaver. It, it's just a classic stride. I mean, he put his legs and squats. He put everything. And you know what? I don't think it's a coincidence that he because he generated so much power with his legs. Because you know what? Let me just punch this up here. I'm just going to run down numbers. These are innings pitched from the time he started. Innings pitched from the time he started. 251, 278, 273, 290, 286, 262, 290, 236, 280, 271, 261. 259, 215, 168, 166, 231, 236, 238. What are you kidding me? If you look at the guys that I've mentioned to you in the past, because I, I, I just don't want to rehash it all the time, but the Kofaxes, the Drysdales, the Marischals, the Spawns, the, 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 uh, the Gibsons, the Bunnings, uh, tons and tons of people. Innings. I don't think kids today know how to pitch. And that's why these managers are scared shitless to leave them in. Something's going to happen. I don't know what the training is. I don't know where it starts. You watch a guy on a mound. You know, okay, you go into the set position when you have runners on base. But in the day, there was the big wind-up and, and throw and generate power and speed. You don't see guys do that. They throw all pitches today. Maybe there's a rarity. You'd have to tell me because I don't see them. They all throw just with their arm. You hear what I'm saying, folks? They all throw just with their arm. But if you want to pitch, you have to pitch with your legs, your torso, and your arm. You know, the old hip bones connected to the this bone, the this bones connected to the that bone? Yeah. So that really pissed me off. And you're talking to an old Dodgers fan here. You know, all of us old Dodgers fans, when they left, uh, the same thing with the Giants. All the old Dodgers fans and all the old Giants fans were National League fans. And when the Dodgers went to L.A. and the Giants went to San Francisco, we were left without a team. And when the Mets came back, the Mets fans were old Dodgers and Giants fans in 62. That's where the Met, where that's where the blue and orange from the Mets come from. Orange was the Giants, blues blues was the Dodgers. But but anyway, I mean I I just is it the end of the world? No. But Clayton Kershaw a legend of the game, certainly a f- future legend of the game is going to be regarded as one of the all-time greats, certainly of his era, had a chance of perfecto with two innings to go in his first start of the season, and that's what you do? You just take him out? And don't give me this shit because I don't like hearing it. You know, I got to protect the guy. Come on. You ask a guy how you're feeling. Tell me the truth. Clayton, you know, uh, I want to see you do it, but I don't know. You got to trust trust the guy. Sometimes take the pencil, take the analytics, and stick them right up your poop. How's that? 
Look in a man's eye. Look inside his soul. Look inside your own soul. And what do we got? How about with a gut feeling? Don't manage from a clipboard. Manage from a gut feeling. That's where the game has changed. And quite frankly, it sucks. It, it just hit me. You know, it, it's been bothering me against with this, ever since Wednesday. But, you know, then I, I see, you know, of course, it's Jackie Robinson who comes from the golden era. And, and, and then the Tom Seaver thing. And, and you know... I saw the statue and the striding and it brought up memories and, and everything else. And then I coincided with what happened with Kershaw this week. And I said, this doesn't make sense. Greats are greats. But you got to allow them to be great. And if you want to talk about protecting the game, then play the game the right way. So this, what happened with Kershaw this week was just another thing that pisses me off. You, you know, yes, you got the DH in both leagues now, which I've said to you, I don't like the DH. I preferred the National League when they didn't have one, but I totally accepted it because I felt it had to be one way or the other. Uh, not, well, in the World Series, we're going to play with a, a DH in the American League Park and not a DH in the National League Park. That was, was silliness from the beginning. It needed to be corrected. So I, I buy into that. But we still have that stupid-ass ghost runner on second base in extra innings. We still have the stupid shift. We have pitchers yanking guys out of games. You got relievers being starters. They're screwing up Major League Baseball. And you want to know why the kids don't like it? Because, first of all, there's not enough day games. The hours suck. And kids got better things to do. Games are too long. On this day, 75 years ago today, Jackie Robinson broke the Major League Color Barrier, Hall of Famer. On this day, Hall of Famer Tom Seaver's well-deserved statue to be outside of City Field forever was unveiled. And on this day, I should be talking about maybe a perfect game. You know what's worse than a perfect game being broken up by the last batter? Being robbed of that great moment? What's worse to me is what Dave Roberts did. He robbed his player of a chance. Just part of what's going on in baseball today, and it ain't good. And that, my friends, is a wrap on today's Get a Load of This. Now I like, as always, to get a load of you. Let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can do so on Twitter at Russ Salzberg. You can do it on Facebook. You can also check out my website at russsalzberg.com. I want to thank my uh, home here at believe.com because, as I say it all the time, Believe is indeed the number one podcast network for professionals. But above all, got to thank you, the people out there, because without you, the people out there, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying bye-bye, so long, farewell. Have a great week, everybody. To all those celebrating, a very happy and healthy Passover and a very happy and healthy Easter to you and your families.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.